It's time for a radio royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday afternoon. We check in with her royalnessness, her highnessness, her everything good and lightnessness. The one, the only, our very own princess who we worship and we, well, Okay, no. we, we we adore her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Diana Me, welcome Diana. How are you? I am good. Thank you, Sir James, the Duke of AKA Boast Nerdly. I really appreciate that you played that soundbite by Justice Clarence Thomas. That is so important to remember. And the difference in Quality between the accusation led by our now president, Joe Biden, and this marvelous, righteous response, word perfect, looking Joe Biden straight in the eye. I don't know if you've seen the video again, but you see the discomfort on Joe Biden's face when he is basically confronted with what he did to this man. And it really galvanized national enthusiasm for the uh, uh, confirmation of this wonderful man. And he has been on the Supreme Court as one of the most influential, influential justices we have ever had. And so thank you for playing that. And thank you for the reminder. And our prayers are for his family. Thank you. I am sickened by this continued attack even as they even as they go crazy and Cory Booker Spartacus cries over how wonderful it is to have this person there who doesn't know what a, a woman is. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, and they have the, the nerve at the Washington is, Post. One, one other thing to, yes. to add to that is that you know that whenever Peppermint Patty, the White House spokesperson, is asked about Hunter Biden, her response is always nasty. He's a private citizen. Well, Ginny Thomas is a private citizen, and they never use that argument when it comes to people they feel like attacking. Thank you much. Very quickly, uh, Princess Di, there's a story today in the L.A. Times. There's been a big population drop in Los Angeles and in San Francisco. What gives? It's not just those two places, although those are the worst. It's all Democrat areas. There has been a new census data release uh, yesterday by the U.S. Census Bureau. This is countywide differences in population over the last year. And, of course, Democrat-run cities and counties are the worst, the hardest hit because everyone is fleeing them. And so it's been really I think a little bit entertaining to watch the news coverage of it because of the reasons they are giving for the big population drops in Democrat run areas. They are blaming COVID. They're blaming quote unquote, the housing crisis. They're blaming the state of California is in flux. They're blaming dwindling birth rates and more work from home options that contributed to the population on the move. In other words, people are running away and they can because of remote work and they're doing it. They're voting with their feet. And uh, just to add to that on social media, the response that I have been enjoying is threefold. Either the Democrats respond to this by saying it's all lies. It was all rigged. It was a Trump 
census, and none of this is true. And at the same time, (laughs) they're saying, well, I don't believe it because Republican voters are all dying of COVID, so there are fewer of them, so it can't be true. And the other response is by these same people basically saying, well, this only means that people are leaving Democrat-run areas and spreading blueness. So this is Democrat voters going to infiltrate Republican areas. So it's going to mean more Democrat votes instead of what's obviously true in that this is removing power from Democrat-run areas. These guys are amazing. Donald Trump, President, former President Trump, is suing, as you know, Hillary Clinton, the DNC, and a few other individuals over the Russian collusion hoax. Do you, when I first read this, the, the, the first thing, uh, uh, Princess Di, that I thought was, you know, this is why we love him. Yes. He fights back no matter what, and he doesn't stop fighting. Do you think that this is going to go the way, though, of, once it gets to the court system, they're not going to ever let Hillary or the DNC be held accountable for their misdeeds. That's my take. What's your take on this? Well, before I say that, answer that question, I I have to agree with you, and that he has demanded, Trump has demanded justice from every area, from special counsel, from the Republican Party, from the actual, you know, people in place to do justice who, you know, would be in the place like the Department of Justice in the executive branch to set things right. And he has gotten justice from none of these places. And instead, he is relegated to filing a civil lawsuit, which is what this is. And I think that it's interesting. I think that it's been the media has basically dismissed it, laughed at it, said, oh, this isn't going anywhere. Or they've said they're looking forward to deposing him because he will have to be under oath on his side of things. But here's the negative. The suit was instantly assigned to Donald Middlebrooks, who's the U.S. District Court judge, who was, guess who appointed him? Obama? Bill Clinton. No, Bill Clinton. So, you know, right there, what is the likelihood? And who was the one who actually said out loud that, you know, we have— you know, Republican judges and and Democrat appointed judges. And, you know, the chief justice immediately scolded Trump. This was during his presidency. There is no such thing as Republican just, uh, judges and Democrat judges. Well, we all know better. And so we have a Democrat judge who is likely, based on our own experience, he's likely to basically dismiss this and turn it aside. Now, good thing, you know, basically Trump can appeal it. But I think that this there's a couple of interesting things in there. He's he's accusing the defendants of obstruction of justice, unlawful hacking. And the thing that interests me, he's accusing them of theft of trade secrets, which is pretty creative because they actually, if you look at his campaign as a business venture, which he clearly was looking at it that way, they, by, uh, you know, getting into his email and listening in on him, surveilling him, using government to do so, they really did actually think that was theft of his own business at the time. So whether or not that being a creative approach will actually have feet, I do not know. But I think it's going to be interesting. 
Diana Me, our wonderful, beautiful princess. We look forward to hearing from you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us with your always, always <laughs> unique insight. And we'll speak with you tomorrow. Thank you, Di. Thank you, Sir James. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly. Now, you all know that we are celebrating Greek Independence Day here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Coming up at 440, we have a Greek-American who has done amazing things with his life and with this radio station. Make sure you're here and don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.